Hey guys, and a warm, warm welcome to Conquer Within, the podcast where we have an inner focus on developing that leader within you. So sit back, make yourself comfortable, and let's get cracking. Hi guys, Stevie Wurzel here, and I hope you are well and keeping safe in the current circumstances. At the time of recording this podcast, we are just over two weeks into lockdown 2.0 here in the UK. And by the time this podcast goes out, we will be well into the third week. So lockdown has been a time when perhaps people have been sapped of energy. They haven't got the energy to do anything. Perhaps they feel slightly beaten over the circumstances they find themselves in. But lockdown has provided opportunity to get those shitty dust done that you've been putting off for far too long. Weeks, months, potentially years. You've been putting those tasks off, but now's the time to get them done. Because you haven't got any other options which may appear more attractive. Ultimately though, everything you do requires energy. And without it, we can't do anything. You're going to need some form of energy to do and accomplish a task. Whether that's going to be natural energy or more willpower we have to force yourself to go so you can either work from source where it feels more natural or that effort and you've got to really push yourself through as you can imagine working from effort is going to require that real finding of energy digging deep where that natural working from source it just flows it feels good and that's what we're going to be exploring on this podcast today What I'd like you to do, first of all, is think of energy like a self-charging hybrid car. And your body is that car. I drive a self-charging hybrid car and I can see sometimes when it's using the battery or perhaps when it's using petrol. But what I can also see is when the battery is recharging itself. And that's usually when I'm not doing something too strenuous, such as maybe driving a bit faster. But it's when I'm slowing down, but I'm still moving. Or when I'm slowly increasing speed and at that slower miles per hour the speed's just increasing slightly but it's self-charging the car as well and so we're looking at ways of self-charging your body because in this analogy your body is the car so how can we self-charge your car well let's look at the start of your day and i'm sure you've been there like i have when you've got that fuck it i can't be bothered the get out of bed attitude. Because let's be honest, as these mornings are getting colder, the frost is on the car, that bed is a very attractive place to stay in the warmth. Ultimately, we stay in our bed because we don't know what our purpose is. You're more likely to get up for work than you are if you are at the weekend and you've got something more more flexible. Why? Work's got someone else involved you know that there's a consequence if you're not up and ready to go to work on time. At the weekend, you've got choice. You're in control. There may be not as big a consequence as work. That snooze button can be hit a number of times before you eventually think, you know what, enough's enough. I've got to drag myself out of bed before I waste the day completely. But what would a leader do? A leader doesn't need someone else to get them up. A leader gets themselves up. So what do you need to be saying within yourself to get yourself up and out of bed in the morning? So why do you do it? Why are you getting up 
and out of bed? Do you really know? And if you don't, spend time thinking, what is it that I'm going to be achieving today? And what's the reason behind that? What's driving me? In the mornings, you do not want to be making any decisions. Decisions, no matter when they're made during the day, use up energy. So prepare the night before, whether that's preparing your day ahead, planning your day, knowing exactly what's going to happen. Do that the night before. Then the morning can be all about taking action. Because the morning is about creating momentum. It's about being productive. Ultimately, planning your day isn't a productive activity in the morning. Have all your clothes prepared. You don't want to be making a decision about what you're wearing in the morning. You need to be getting up, getting changed and starting your day. Food. Are you able to get that ready the night before? So you, again, don't have to think about it in the morning. You can just worry about creating momentum and taking action. And once you're into your day, there's going to be moments when, as I mentioned at the start of the podcast, you'll be able to work from source. But there'll be other times when it feels more like effort. And I just want to introduce a concept, which is willpower versus won't power. And just to differentiate between the two, willpower is saying to yourself, I won't eat all the cakes that are on that table. And we know how challenging that can be. You see the cakes, you see how nice they look, you know how good the sugar is going to be, how nice they're going to taste. And you're saying to yourself, I'm not going to eat all of them. Perhaps you're even going to say, I'm not going to eat any of them. And how difficult that is. Just by doing that and seeing the temptation in front of you is using up energy. Whereas won't power is, I won't buy those cakes in the first place, so they're not on my table. It's taking the decision making out of the equation in the situation. You're not expending energy. You can simply walk past in the aisle of the shop and carry on with your day. Not a lot of energy wasted, whereas willpower, you're really having that inner battle. Now, how many go out to the shops, treat themselves, let's say cakes, and they'll use it as it would be a treat or special occasions, you never know. But ultimately, you know that they're in that cupboard. So each time you open that cupboard or walk past that cupboard, you know they're in there. You can hear their little voice. And how you're going to respond to that. You then got to combat that each and every day. So what can you change which allows you to utilise won't power over willpower? Willpower isn't an infinite resource. It's limited. So you can use it all up. Therefore, it must be used wisely. Think of it like a bank account. You can get paid and you've got your money sitting there in your bank account. It can all go if you spend it without thinking, so use it wisely, budget it. And you've got to make sure you top it back up. And if you deplete that, you'll fall upon your natural energy. You'll fall upon your overdraft. But your natural energy may not be the best resource to use at a particular time. You may find yourself in a situation at work, at home, out with friends, 
whereby you need to really focus an effort just to get through a task or through a situation. But then you find yourself falling onto natural energy rather than your willpower. And you could fall upon old habits which may have served a purpose, but perhaps they're not the best tools to be used at this time. When you're feeling tired, if we go back to the cakes, you get home from work, get home from expending a lot of energy, and you go into that kitchen and you know what's in that cupboard. What's the chances that you're going to win that battle with your inner self? How easy is it to give into temptation when you haven't got the energy to fight? So how can we top up this energy? How can we top up our bank accounts? Well, let's look at a few ways that we can do that and boost energy. First thing in the morning, a lot of people put the kettle on and pour themselves a lovely cup of coffee. Who doesn't enjoy a good cup of coffee early in the morning? But what if we changed that? What if you changed drinking coffee and instead got yourself hydrated, drunk a couple of glasses of water instead of coffee? And why? Because between 6 and 8 a.m. in the morning, cortisol will be at its peak. Therefore, if you were to use coffee when your cortisol is at peak, coffee is going to lose its impact. Cortisol is a steroid hormone which helps control blood sugar levels, regulates metabolism, helps to reduce inflammation. And that's one of the benefits of coffee. Coffee is a tool. It's an option. But it's not the only thing that helps boost energy. And we want to ensure that anything that we use has the greatest impact that it can. So if used correctly, coffee has a number of benefits. So we know it improves energy levels due to that magic stimulant, caffeine. And that's what we crave, that caffeine boost. It helps burn fat. Physical performance is improved. We're more alert. Perhaps we've got more focus. It even helps depressive symptoms. So there's a professor of neurology at Harvard Medical School who conducted a recent review during the COVID pandemic on research into coffee and depressive symptoms. He discovered, or the research had previously discovered, that coffee had a beneficial impact upon depressive symptoms. So those who are depressed tend to have higher blood levels of inflammation-related proteins. So Coffee helps fight inflammation. And as I mentioned previously, cortisol also does that in the morning. Hence the impact that coffee can have later in the day. The peak protective effect appeared to be among those who consumed 400 milliliters of coffee a day. So find the best times for you to consume that 400 milliliters of coffee each day. Remember, coffee. Is just a tool. And if you don't like coffee, then can you really be trusted? I have my list of things that help me boost my willpower, help me top up my energy reserve. These may or may not work for you, and you'll need to play around and find things that boost that energy and build your toolkit. But for me, one of the main things is ridding myself of pests. 
A pest is a personal energy sinker trigger. They're things that drain energy without really doing anything. So a few examples of a pest may be negative people. Now think of yourself when you're around negative people or a negative person, what sort of effect does that have on you compared to when you're around somebody who's really positive, really optimistic? Which one provides more energy for you? Energy is contagious. Someone can place upon you negative energy and that negative energy is going to drain the life out of you. Whereby the flip side is being around that positive energy can help recharge you. Unpaid bills or unmanaged finances can drain energy. It's easy to try and push it away until another day, but ultimately it remains there. And it's like anything that you put off. You may think you've pushed it away, you've forgotten about it, but your subconscious will throw it up at the most unexpected times and it will be playing on your subconscious when you're not even realising it. Draining energy. Cluttered cupboards, cluttered rooms. For me, there's no such thing as an organised chaos. It's a mess. And your brain will be constantly trying to find find ways to make sense of it. So you could have a cluttered mind. So your mind is putting blocks in the way, not allowing you to make sense of things. So how can you declutter your mind or declutter cupboards, declutter rooms? They're just a few examples of pests. For me, exercise is so, so important. And I don't mean strenuous exercise, going out, running a marathon or doing sprints, hill sprints and seeing how fast you can go and then recovery and then sprint again for 30 seconds, recovery for 30 seconds. It could be a slight walk, getting up, just moving quickly. You're recharging. Remember that self-charging hybrid car. It doesn't have to be driving at 100 miles per hour because ultimately that's going to drain the battery. It's going to use the fuel. But when it's at that 1 to 30 miles per hour, that's when it's self-charging. Just a nice moderate pace. Physiology and psychology are linked. Your brain and body are one system. So you could be in a state that isn't resourceful at that time. Maybe it's draining energy. Maybe it just needs to be shifted and boost of energy needs to be put in. You can change your state just by changing your physiology. Getting up, moving. You could just stand up, walk round in a circle 10 seconds, sit back down. Your state may have changed just in that short period because you've changed your physiology. You're boosting that energy. That state of mind may be more empowering. It may be producing more energy rather than expending it. Sleep. And I don't mean sleeping for hours upon hours, days upon days. You can have too little sleep and feel tired. You could also, on the flip side, have too much sleep and feel tired. What a pain that you can't just choose one or the other. It's finding that optimal amount of sleep that allows you to recharge and feel ready to go the next day. More importantly, the quality of your sleep. How important is that? Are you thinking about something before you go to sleep? 
not allowing your brain to switch off? Are you watching TV before sleep? What if you're eating a large meal before going to bed? Your brain isn't going to switch off if you're doing something just before bed, which is causing you to think deeply. And your body's not going to be able to sleep if you're eating a large meal just before bed. And talking of eating, food is a great way to energise yourself. A real key component to energy. Again, using the car analogy, if you were to put diesel in a petrol car, what would happen? It's going to mess the car up and you're going to have to drain that fuel out of the car. You don't want to be putting diesel into a petrol car. Natural foods over processed foods. Think of natural foods as your petrol in your petrol car and processed foods or really high in sugar foods as that diesel. It's causing a problem. Perhaps you haven't put a full diesel tank in, but you've just put five pounds in just to top it up. It may not cause it to be the end of the world or a real problem, but ultimately it's not going to run as smoothly as it can do. Read and understand nutritional labels. But ultimately, water is our main fuel. Water helps with digestion. So think when you're eating, you, your body's got to digest that food. That whole digestive process is going to be using energy. So if, you're, if water can help with that digestion, your body's going to be using less energy so you're not wasting it. For me, I love listening to music. Putting the music on, driving home or driving somewhere, that music's playing. It's just that feel good. It's a bit like exercise in the sense of you start moving, but just that rhythm, you start to feel it within the body. So it's not just going through the ears, it's the whole body, the whole sensory experience. And that for me is a great way to re-energize. So what if you were to develop an energy inducing playlist that those times when you feel that you just need that little pick-me-up and you've just got I know Spotify to one side and you can just press play and straight away you can feel that energy just starting to build itself back up within you. Really for me when I know my why, why am I doing what I'm doing? And Simon Sinek explains it so well in his book Start with Why. It's easy to know what you're doing or how you're doing it, but that's not exciting. That's not energizing. But why you do it, that can really, really boost your energy. And I really recommend having a read. There isn't a one-size-fits-all for how to replenish energy. Yes, there are staples to it, such as a good diet, your quality or how much sleep you may get. But even then, the quality may differentiate. The type of quality may be different from one person to the next. Not everyone needs eight hours sleep. Some people can get by on a few hours sleep and feel great. Some people need more than that. So you've got to find what works for you. Now, a big, big generalization here, but just to highlight some of the differences and highlight that it's not a one size fits all. But some extroverts, will find socialising really, really energising or going to those social gatherings is a real pick-me-up. And right now, in the current situation we find ourselves in, they may be really struggling because they're not getting that. So they're not boosting that energy. Maybe they're feeling drained and just don't feel great in it because they're not getting that boost. Whereas an introvert may find those social gatherings really tiring. They may get back 
and their energy is completely drained because it's been a real chore, a real effort for them during the whole experience. And on the flip side, an introvert may find books really energizing, and that may be their go-to, where an extrovert may find books really boring and they have to really focus and work from effort just to get through reading a book. When you're stretching yourselves, going out of your comfort zone and going on that journey of growth and challenging yourself, there will be times you need to work from effort and use that willpower to get through to the other side. Developing an energy toolkit allows you to replenish that energy stores. And ultimately what it does is it provides you with more options. And the more options we have to choose from, the better our decision making can be. That leader within you can start to drive it forward because they can drive from source of energy or they can tap into that willpower and know they're going to top it back up. What is your takeaway and key learning from this episode? Remember, there is always something to learn. You've just got to look for it. And if you haven't found anything to learn from this episode, go back, listen to it again from a different state, maybe from a different energy level, and see what learning comes up next time. So, a little bit of reflection. How do you top up your energy currently? What pests you currently have on your list? What are those things that are draining energy? What are your personal energy sinker triggers? How many are on your list? How will you reduce them? And I say reduce, not necessarily get rid of, maybe you just want to reduce them. You can get rid of if you wanted to. And then when are you going to? Come up with your own energy toolkit. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Conquer Within. It really does mean so much to me to know that you've taken some time out of your day. I'd love to hear about the challenges you're currently facing and your stories so far. And ultimately that can shape future content. You can find me on Facebook under Stevie Wurzel Coach or on Twitter under Stevie Wurzel. In the meantime, remember change is always happening, whether that's within us, or around us, but embrace each change with optimism. Be optimistic about what is coming and keep moving forward, keep progressing, but ultimately, and most importantly, take care of yourselves. Until next time, goodbye.